Christchurch, New Malden, 4th of April 2021. Tim Davis speaking on Easter Day. Happy Easter, everyone. I hope you're having a great Easter Sunday. I love Easter. It's always been something I look forward to. Why? Well, of course, there's the chocolate Easter eggs on the Sunday. But as a child, I knew it also meant one particular thing on Good Friday. Movies on TV. King of Kings for Mum, Spartacus for Dad, and something like Flash Gordon for me. Now, I may be a lot more older and a little more wiser, but still, I like to keep a tradition of watching a movie on TV at Easter. So, let's uh, let's see what's on TV. Ooh, ooh, looks like one's just starting. I think I'll set one down to watch this. I wonder what it is. Oh, oh, I think I know. Yes, it's a good one. Jurassic Park. I'll see you all in a couple of hours. Well, that was great, wasn't it? I feel completely happy, and nothing can spoil my mood. I'll even watch the end credits for a change. Sam Neill... Jeff Goldblum, yeah, he was good. Yeah. But wait, wait a second. Wait a second. What is that? Phil Tippett, dinosaur supervisor. Dinosaur supervisor? Oh, way to go, Phil. Where were you when there were raptors all up in the kitchen or the T-Rex was trying to eat everyone? You had one job, Phil. Supervise the dinosaurs. People die because of your lack of supervision. Ugh. You know what, that's, that's really sport my good mood. Because if there's one thing I really dislike, it's people doing a poor job. Uh, well, I suppose I might as well do something a bit Christian-like. It is Easter Sunday after all. What was that Bible passage we had read earlier? Oh yeah, Matthew, here we go. Uh, let's see if there's some more reliable people we can meet here. Oh, hello, who are you? We are humble curtain makers. We make curtains for the temple. Oh, all right. Keeping you busy? Not so much anymore. Why is that then? People don't think our product is of sufficient quality anymore. Oh dear, why not? Because we make the curtain from the inner temple. It's thick and long and strong and prevents anyone other than the chief priests from entering the inner sanctum. Okay, so what's the problem? The last one we made was torn in two a couple of days ago. Torn in two. Torn in two! You had one job, curtain makers, to make a thick, strong curtain that would separate the inner sanctum of the temple where the presence of God was understood to reside and therefore couldn't be disturbed by ordinary, unworthy people. And it gets torn in two from top to bottom. But it wasn't our fault. Something otherworldly must have split the curtain. It was as if the presence of God was not to be contained and kept from people that there was no longer anything separating us from God, and this curtain was a symbolic barrier that just had to go. Yeah, sure, whatever you say. Some people just can't take responsibility for their own shortcomings. Uh, Who's this chap then? I'm a Roman soldier. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, what do you do in the Roman army then? I like guard things, such as? Well, me and a couple of mates got tasked to guard this tomb where they put the body of this geezer called Jesus, who they crucified a couple of days ago. 
you're guarding a dead body. Yeah, because like the authorities didn't want anyone to steal the body. They said this Jesus reckoned he would come back to life and they didn't want any of his disciples nicking a body and pretending Jesus had like come back to life. Well, that makes sense, I guess. So the body's still deceased and securely in the tomb, I take it? Uh, nah, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone? You had one job, Roman soldier, to guard the tomb where the dead body of Jesus lay so no one could steal it and pretend that he'd come back to life. What kind of miserable excuse for a soldier are you? Look, you weren't my fault. Everything was fine, and, and then there was this great big earthquake, and suddenly some shining fella in white appeared, and the next thing I know, the body ain't there no more. The body of the crucified Jesus just miraculously vanished. Well, I don't know. It was a few hours later then I realised what had happened, because I, I fainted like. You fainted. You're a tough, mean Roman soldier. Well, I hope you got suitably punished for your failure to do your job. Nah, uh, actually they gave me a load of money and told me to keep my mouth shut. Unbelievable. Not only do you fail in your one job, but you get paid extra as a reward for this fiasco. I just can't even... Oh, oh, yeah. Well, who have we got here then? I'm a big stone. A big stone. Okay, what do you do then? Well, a lot of strong people get together and roll me in front of a tomb, which has a body in it, and then they fasten me in place. So the tomb stays shut and nobody can get in or out. Hmm. Now, I can't help but notice that this tomb looks rather open and empty. Yes, someone came and rolled me away rolled you away rolled you away you had one job big stone that was to be a big immovable stone that no one could possibly move and thus prevent anyone getting in or out of the tomb and yet here you are rolled away and the tomb very much empty i know but it wasn't my fault an angel rolled me away and then the next thing i know jesus has come out of the tomb he just came out of the tomb. Yes. In fact, I saw him walking around in the garden over there, chatting to some ladies. I don't think this Jesus could be kept in the tomb, especially now that he was alive again. Some very strange things have been going on. You know, you're not wrong. Quite a lot of astonishing things happened around Easter time, but none more so than the bodily resurrection of Jesus. Jesus rose from the dead. Death was overcome. That is what we celebrate at Easter. Jesus had one really important job to do. As the Son of God, it was his job to pay the price for all our sins so that nothing could separate us from the love of God. As we heard in the reading and from our first uh, guests, the temple curtain was torn in two. Behind this curtain 
was the holiest of holies, the place where God's presence was believed to reside. And only the highest of the high priests was permitted to enter there. But when Jesus died, this curtain split from top to bottom because nothing could separate us from God anymore. Jesus had to die. Jesus did die. Of that there was no doubt. But did he really come back to life? Wasn't the point that it was just Jesus' death that was necessary? No. <laughs> That's the most amazing thing about Easter. Because we at without the resurrection of Jesus, Christianity is a falsehood. Jesus was both fully God and fully man. Through him, God reached down to mankind, lived among us, and then bore our sins by his sacrifice. Jesus, God incarnate, was perfect. Yet to save us, he needed to die a human death, that he might take our place, but also so that there could be no doubt that he had indeed died. Why was his resurrection so important? Because that proved to all that God had power over death, that sin and death had been defeated, that Jesus' promise in John chapter 2 that he would die and yet rise again three days later was not a lie. As Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 14, And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless. And so is your faith. Three verses later, in verse 17, he repeats this saying, And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. No power of man was going to stop the resurrection. No force of nature could prevent God's plan from taking place. The resurrection of Christ a full bodily resurrection, is what our faith is built on, but which also gives us a hope for the future. Back in 2017, the Archbishop of Canterbury, in his Easter letter to churches around the world, wrote, The resurrection of Jesus changed everything. His followers were transformed from a frightened and dispirited group, hiding behind locked doors, to bold and courageous apostles spreading the good news of the resurrection to the ends of the known world. Down the ages, lives have been transformed by the hope of the resurrection. Our own view of time and eternity is informed by the promise of eternal life that comes through the saving death and resurrection of Christ. This hope for the future that Archbishop Justin wrote about allows us to open up our own graves in our lives and heal everything that has been buried in our past. Because like the disciples, we can experience wonderful highs, but which can be swiftly destroyed by crippling lows. We wonder, what is God doing in our lives? What is he doing to us? But Easter reminds us that God has already done something extraordinary in our lives. Have you ever felt your life was just ordinary? Well, it's anything but. It's part of a splendour-filled journey, wrapped up in the mind-blowingly awesome cosmic salvation plan 
that God is seeing through to a conclusion. Though we may die, we will be resurrected to new and eternal life in the glorious, fully consummated kingdom of God. When I think about this and Jesus' triumphant resurrection, I can't help but think of the words to our closing hymn today, a favourite of so many of us. Lo, Jesus meets us, risen from the tomb. Lovingly he greets us, scatters fear and gloom. Let the church with gladness hymns of triumph sing. For her Lord now liveth, death has lost its sting. Where is the sting of death? Where is the final ending of our existence? The end, the nothingness which renders human life meaningless? It's gone. The sacrificial death of Jesus meant we were forgiven and able to be members of God's family with the promise of an eternity with him. Jesus' resurrection showed that the power of death was beaten and we too can look forward to our own resurrection, not fearing death. Our resurrected king has rendered death defeated. God has a grand cosmic plan to bring about redemption for the world through his son. We who are in Christ are part of that amazing plan. God's mighty power in raising Jesus from the dead is the same power at work in us. You and I are part of this remarkable story. Jesus had one really big job to do and it was a job well done. But now it's our turn. The last thing Jesus is recorded as saying to his disciples in Matthew's Gospel is to take the message of the Gospel to all people everywhere. It was a big ask, but then it's a big job and one which we're all called to help with. What will you do today, this week, this year to help? Amen.